I'm here with my least favorite staff member, Yvonne Boonin. Yvonne, give people some background on you. Why are you here? Why are we chatting? Yeah, so I've been working for Solution State for four years, just like oh, that. It feels so much longer. Yeah, I started this when we had only six people in there and you didn't think of a YouTube channel. And I was the one who actually offered you to do that. So yeah. I had a fun story too, if you don't mind, I'm going to jump in. You started out as our VA and now yep. you're our CTO. That's quite the meteoric rise. Like somebody might think you have some dirt on me or something. How'd you do that? Basically, I'm trying to problem solve. This is the, the everything I do. And so I problem solve in different positions. So I had a lot of positions in Solid, right? And as company grows, then I solve bigger problems. Basically, that's it. Yeah, you're one of the most effective problem solvers I've ever known. And where are you from? Ukraine. Yeah, it's kind of rough over there. At the yeah, I remember when you were hiring me, you didn't know where it is. The side of the globe it was on. How right now people know the districts of Kiev, like to precise of where they located. That's where all the Bond villains came from. Like that's as much as I knew. Pretty much. And Belarus. Yeah. Yeah. Like James yeah. Bond always has to go to Ukraine for some reason. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. You never felt that as American sort war country people used to be. Any mention in movie or anything like that, we just chew it up better than any like soccer game or anything like that. You need to rewatch that. If someone mentions you, you just need to make a screenshot and post it to Instagram. Go to Ukraine. Yeah. Daniel Craig's in Ukraine. So levity aside, there's a lot of people that have been, their entire lives have been massively disruptive, right? And sadly, there's not much of an end in sight. And so you and some friends put together an initiative that we're going to talk about, save it in Ukraine. And I imagine yeah. that means save IT in Ukraine. Save IT, yeah. So basically after the war started, I had to leave my home city. So I have to leave Kiev. A lot of people had to do the same. Did you tell me you had a half hour to pack? Yeah, I remember I, I slacked you at 5 a.m. because I woke up because of rocket shelling. And me and my wife, we left my previous apartment in search me the apartment that we were building like piece by piece in year and a half. We had to leave it in... 30 minutes and everything behind. So yeah, it's hard. And a lot of people had to do pretty much the same. And I'm blessed because I have a remote job and a nice boss. So I still have the employment, even though I took a pretty long weekend, <laughs> I believe three weeks, four weeks, five weeks. I don't remember right now because I couldn't even work remotely because of the shock and everything and because of the dangerousness of the situation and. We had the night patrols in my small village where we ran away and all of that. So it's kind of exhausting. But right now, as the country coming back together, more and more people who worked in like web designers, developers, any like senior junior developers in JavaScript, anything like that, they had their ongoing projects that right now either canceled or they just paused because of the finance and budget situations, etc. A lot of them work for Russian companies. I mean, associated with Russian agencies or Russian software that right now is locked. And basically a lot of them had offices in Kharkiv, in Eastern regions of Ukraine, even in Kiev, like some of the rockets actually hit the offices of a lot of big companies hmm. in Ukraine. And just today I read an article about one of the best wine shops, and it will be relevant to you in Ukraine, basically their whole stock was destroyed and it was worth $15 million, I believe. And they left, as I saw from the thumbnail, they were left just with four bottles. That's everything that left. And 
that basically forces people to try to find some solutions to how to make money or how to proceed with their life. We have some support from Ukrainian government, but again, people who used to live with a pretty high standard, I mean, pretty high meaning that you can go to actual cafeteria and, and get something for yourself and for your wife and maybe kids. And right now you just have to live on lower standards because of that. They need to go back to life. And as we will go through the website, I will show you some cases of people I work with and which I really adore. They still in Kyiv, majority of our crew is still in Kyiv and during the shelling and everything, they just go to the shelters and uh, work like my friend installed a Wi-Fi in, in his shelter, a coffee machine, and basically assesses better than it used to be. So this is the kind of attitude that we have in there. And the goal, so what we came up with, and not me, I was just invited there to kind of help with structure, marketing, and how it should work. So the goal is to give people employment in IT, especially to people who have experience by finding projects that people are willing to give to us. So I would never say that we are kind of the best development agency, not the best design agency or anything like that, but we can deliver a really decent product to you. And meanwhile, while we deliver this product, you are giving employment to people who actually struggling for that right now. Not just people who get another project in their case studies, but people who will actually appreciate the employment opportunity and will actually try to deliver you what you want in best possible manner that they can. Some questions that are going to sound callous, but they might be questions people are thinking and just too afraid to ask. Absolutely. So let's say somebody wants to hire one of these developers, you know, however we can, obviously, but the, the project is important to the company and they send it over yeah. to one of the developers in Ukraine. Sure. How safe is it? I mean, things are still going on there. Attacks are still happening. Like what type of risk mitigation exists to make sure that the project doesn't just die on the vine, the person doesn't lose their deposit? Like help me understand anything you've thought through there. Yeah, this is a really good question. Honestly, like my understanding of safety and never seen dramatically changed because I thought I'm living in a safe place mm. before I woke up of, of rockets. So you can't ever guarantee that something will actually happen. You can only like try to mitigate the risks along the way, but who knows what's going to happen tomorrow because of some idiots who sit in big rooms with red buttons, right? So as I mentioned, majority of our team is in Kiev. We hire Ukrainians and Ukrainians right now everywhere. So right now, a lot of people, I believe more than 3 million, 3.5 million, million people in Poland. So we have some people from Poland. We have some people from other locations like Germany, Romania, etc. So your project will be delivered mm. depends just by what teams. And our goal is to hire the highest amount of, of people possible. So, so this, if, this includes refugees from Ukraine that are in other countries that are now just trying to make a living. It's like, hey, I need to pay rent. I need groceries. Absolutely. Um, so th that actually, I think, alleviates a lot of the concern because there's less chance of disruption. Yes, we try to still like put a higher priority on people who actually like need it right now in Ukraine, for example. And one of our goals of the company is to make sure that the money end up in Ukrainian economy. So we hire Ukrainians and we make sure that money go actually in their Ukrainian bank accounts. That they just feel about that because I remember paying you was hard. We held on to your salary for a while because we didn't yeah. know how much you money. Yeah, this is what I asked for because I wasn't sure about the situation. And uh, right now, everything works. So 
I believe two major Ukrainian banks, so it's Privat Bank and Monobank, they had a uh, downtime for like three days during the last three months. Wow. So they basically had to reconfigure all of their banking from like Russian servers, Belarusian servers, etc., to make sure that it comes through Europe now. So yeah, that uh, works for sure. And right now we are opening like Ukrainian type of LLC. So all of the legal things and everything works in there. And this is my surprise. People like actually go to coffee parties and to regular parties in Kiev right now. And uh, yeah, my dad also returned to, to his work, Kiev. So. Oh, that's great. Your parents are a little west of Kiev, aren't they? Yeah. My parents uh, have two houses. One they tried to sell, but weren't able to. But another one is really close to the Bucha. So this is like, yeah, 10 minutes drive from, from Bucha place. So this is where all of this like horror stories were coming from. Mm. And so, yeah, so, but right now it's going well. So I believe the only downside was that they, like the windows in their house were shuttered basically. Mm. So we'll need to replace those. But yeah, other than that, I believe like everything's coming back to normal as it can after like everything that's, that's happening. Well, so what's the official story there? Is Russia pulled out? I know they moved to the east, right? But they're still there. Worst. Yeah. So they were really close to Kiev. And as I understand that, a lot of like things that we read in news right now, they will be studied like Second World War, like what the moves were made by like armies, etc. But to my understanding, they were not able to advance to Kiev. So in the very first day, they actually landed helicopters next to our president office. They tried to assassinate the government, basically. So they were pulled back by present security and farmers with tractors stealing their tents. It was the coolest thing, dude. It was awesome. Other than that, so they had some groups that were able to enter the Kiev, but they were destroyed with like by normal uh, people from from Kiev, uh, just with cocktail of Molotov and all of that. So they were not able to enter the Kiev, and our troops started to encircle them and they had to pull off really quick. And they said that it's basically their decision to have better position in uh, negotiations with Ukraine. So this is like a gesture that they are giving to us and they pull them back. And they started basically all of the troops that were next to Kiev, they throw them to the eastern part of Ukraine. And this is where the heaviest battles come known right now. So yesterday, uh, as I read from the news, is um, all of the cities in Ukraine, all of the major cities were hit with rockets. Like Lviv, this is the city next to Polish border. It's like 50 kilometers from NATO, basically. It was hit with five rockets in a row just in one day. And actually, I'm not sure if you know that, but Angelina Jolie visited last few days. And uh, as she were in there, she had to run to the shelter because of the shelling. Wow. So it's real. I believe they don't have any chances. And everything's going to pass. And the thing is that we can't just lay down and wait. Even people in Kharkiv, I believe Kharkiv and Mariupol, these are the two most destroyed cities in Ukraine. There is nothing left from them. And uh, Kharkiv was 1 million population. And Mariupol, I believe, 600,000. So even in the cities uh, in Kharkiv, schools worked, universities worked. Yeah, big work has to go on. So that's really here. Let's talk about the slate of services. It's websites, software, apps. Well, I guess we have it on the website, don't we? Yeah, we have some of them listed. Uh, again, to my point that I mentioned previously, we will hire people required to deliver any type of project. And this is the point. So we have right now 13 senior developers who are really like uh, proficient in each one of these categories that we outlined. 
I want to hire it, this guy. Yeah. So this is one of my colleagues. So he has a really awesome story. So he joined the army after 2014. He was helping with IT in army. You need IT in army as well. Mm. And he was drafted and they asked him for help. And in the daytime, he works in the army. He really works hard on like getting all of the equipment they require using all different channels, like contacting people and trying to find the equipment that the army needs. And in the evenings at nighttime, he works in IT and he's one of our senior developers in uh, Save IT anyway. And we have a lot of stories like that. And this basically will be one of our goal, I think, in, in the marketing perspective. So we will be creating this, like normal people create case study about their projects. We create case study about our people that we hire. So you will see the faces of uh, people who are actually working for you. Because usually in companies, you, you just get like a presentation with your delivered project and that's it. In our case, we try to make them a little bit different. So the hardest point right now, and this is again, what I'm helping with and you can bet that I can do that is project management because you need to quickly educate people and quickly have some system that will allow you to manage the projects. And we already have our first project. So we just launched last week officially with, with the website, but we already have uh, our first clients and we are going through polishing our project management. So we'll be able to work on more and more. That's awesome. And I know that the linguistic capabilities are probably pretty expansive. So if there's somebody watching this, but they need software applications or whatever built in other languages, what is there a, a list or what kind of capabilities does your team have? Honestly, it's like everything the same. So mostly all of the projects that I worked on and our team worked on are in English. So there is no problem with that, like at all. It's not like we are having a sales call with your clients and making deals for you. These are the websites that can be double checked through tools like Grammarly or anything like that. So again, this will not be live until your final approval and everything like with, with normal agency, right? Yeah. That's awesome, man. If you need anything technical, it sounds like, I mean, y'all go hunt down the, the resources, but the resources you have now, it sounds like it's mostly developed. Yeah, we do have majority of them developers. We do have designers. We do have three business developers, me included, who help to basically structure the whole thing. And to, meanwhile, as the staff is pretty small, we do several roles. So I also have with the project management when I have some free time and our other people help with different aspects like of the sales process of onboarding, et cetera. So yeah, we are hiring. Is it hourly? Is it milestone? Is it per project? If I, I have a software I want to build. The price is really good point. So as you understand from the purpose of, of the company, we don't spend a lot of anything other than salaries. There's no overhead. Yeah, that helps us to keep our costs low. So the price will be lower significantly than in the big companies. While we don't have some such a case studies for, I don't know, the sales process as they do, but we can still deliver pretty much the same kind of projects, like in terms of websites or apps. And we have a good track record individually, not as the company, but each person who works in our team, they have case studies that we are proud about. The Prices mostly will come based on the project, but the project that we have right now, we just discussed it with clients and outlined uh, what would be the, the milestone. So once we achieve like the website is up, we pay X amount and then discuss the several additional features that the website would need to have or that would need to have. So this is to discuss upfront, right? Yeah. It's, it's individual. So 
as we don't have like this structure, et cetera, because some of the projects are smaller, like landing page. For something like that, it will be just a fixed amount. And I don't think we even will take any payment, down payment for, for the job, right? Once delivered, then you will pay. For bigger projects, this is like completely another manner, right? Maybe some people will want just to rent some expert for an hour rate. And this is what we can also offer, right? Yeah. Individual consulting. Cool, man. What else? Last words to you. What do you want to say to our subscribers? No, basically it's so we just looking for people who are looking to have websites, apps, software, crypto, whatever ideas you have, even if you think that's expensive or anything like that, just submit a poor on our website. We will be happy to jump on the call and make you an offer and see what you think about that. So it's like not obligatory. So you just submit a form and we'll see how it comes from there. And yeah, really hoping everything is going to end soon and I bet. we'll go in some capability back to normal, right? Yeah. Well, I'm rooting for you, man. You and your friends, everybody who put this together. It sounds like a really worthy endeavor and it's a win-win for everybody. It's not like we're sitting here. Yeah. Yeah. It's a go fund me. It's like, hey, get a yeah. website built, get an app built, get a software. If you've always thought about, oh gosh, I really, I have a great idea for a SaaS product or I have a great idea for an app. Now's your chance to get really amazing talent, probably for less than you'd be able to get them otherwise and help people at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah. So this is what we didn't want to do. We didn't want to ask for money in any way. Yeah. We will deliver, like we, we sell good services and depends if you agree and if you like, like what you get, then uh, you will pay and by paying, you will help the, the country. So a lot of people do something like that in Ukraine right now. So most of the consulting, what they do, they offer by like hour or something like that. But 100% of everything they get goes to, as donations to our army. So we have like all of this bank accounts, et cetera, where you can quickly donate to the army. And as we mentioned on the website, we do that as well. So we send money to funds that, that we work with. And yeah, as getting money to Ukraine, to the bank accounts, we stimulate the economy. Because honestly, I believe the estimate right now is the economy basically decreased in half uh, after that. And about 60% uh, of businesses in Ukraine had to close. But other 40 right now basically stimulate the whole country. So people are spending money and people are living normal lives in there. Well, rooting for you, man. Let me know how else we can help. And let's guess it. Yeah. We'll have you on the channel again, too. We'll talk about something maybe a bit lighter. Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Ivan, all of our automation, all of our client intake, all of our first party data capture, all of our CRM. So I bet you people would want to know about that. Yeah, absolutely. We can share like about all of that. I had it planned, but never had time and didn't want to be like the first one. But right now, as we crossing that bridge, I think we, we will start shooting more. Let's try to help some people out. I think in a really worthy way. Ivan, thanks for being Bye. here, man. Thank you so much for inviting me. Bye, buddy. Bye. Kostum here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan 
customized for your business. No strings attached. That's sol8.com. Sol the number eight.com.